I am great to be back with you for another Nightlight show, and I'm looking forward to spending the next one hour with you. Got some great songs and wonderful inspirations to share with you. Let's get right into the music, and here's something from Michael Fogarty.
Michael Fogarty, Woman at the Well. I remember Michael recording that song for a children's tape called Heavenly Sunshine way back in the 70s. Shows you how long we've all been on radio. But what's great is that many of the musicians who contributed to my radio programs back then are still recording great songs today. And we've got some fresh songs from some of those old guys on the program today, including Sam Halbert, Keith Yoakum, Michael Dooley, David Senek, Philip Johnson, and David Blossom, all coming up on this edition of Nightlight. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. Time now for our first inspiration on the program. It's from Eldera Sikrovsky, and it's called Someone Bigger Than Me. I can still remember the first time I discovered what a few minutes in God's creation can do. I was in grade school and was frantically searching for a misplaced workbook that I needed for class the next day. The more I searched, the more confused and frustrated I became. I was exasperated and on the verge of tears when my mom came into the room. Seeing my dilemma, she suggested I go outside for some fresh air and sunshine. Perhaps it will give you new energy and refresh your mind, she said. My nine-year-old mind couldn't make sense of that, but I gave it a try anyway. Running down the path through our yard, I breathed in the fresh spring air and basked in the warm sunlight. I stopped to smell the fragrance of newly opened flowers and sat by the lily pond watching the goldfish dart by as the water tickled my feet. Turning back to the house, I suddenly remembered that I'd left my workbook between the cushions on our living room sofa where I'd been sitting and watching the TV the night before. I felt relieved and refreshed. Mom had been right. I've often applied that childhood lesson to my adult life. When life's challenges leave me feeling low, when my work feels too demanding and the present too crushing, I love to take a few minutes with nature. Whether it's a few potted plants on a windowsill or a breathtaking view from a mountaintop, there's just something about God's amazing handiwork in the diverse and colorful world around me that refreshes my mind and renews my spirit. It's wonderfully reassuring to remember that, like his wonderful creation, my life is in the hands of someone bigger than me. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Now I'm just an old chunk of coal But I'm gonna be a diamond someday I'm gonna grow and glow till I'm so blue, pure, perfect I'm gonna put a smile on everybody's face And I'm gonna kneel and pray every day Lest I should become vain along the way Yeah, I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord But I'm gonna be a diamond someday Well, I'm gonna learn the best 
way to walk Gonna search and find a better way to talk I'm gonna spit and polish my old rough edge self Till I get rid of every single flaw And I'm gonna be the world's best friend I'm gonna go around shaking everybody's hand Yeah, I'm gonna be the cotton-picking rage of the age I'm gonna be a diamond someday Now I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord But I'm gonna be a diamond someday Something nice and fresh from Sam Halbert, also known as Singing Sam. Sam, as I told you, is working on an album along with Mick Fridley and Ruth, and they have it just about ready for release. So you can look forward to some more songs from Singing Sam and Friends on Nightlight. Shining bright in the dark night, you're listening to Nightlight. This Little Light of Mine by David Bollock. The other evening, my wife and I watched the sunset from our terrace, and we stayed until the stars came out. As usual, the evening star was the first to appear. An hour or so later, it was still the brightest light in the sky on this moonless night, its steady gleam easily outshining the twinkling competition. The evening star had an unfair advantage, of course, since it's actually the planet Venus masquerading as a star. Like the moon, it emits no light, but merely reflects light from the sun. It struck me that if the moon and Venus can beam that brightly, as dull-surfaced and void of light as they are in themselves, I need not worry so much about my own spiritual reflective index my degree of goodness or godliness as perceived by myself or others. All I really have to do is be there to reflect God's light when he shines on me. That realization doesn't give me license to let myself go and become a spiritual slob, but it's liberating to know I don't have to try to appear to be something I'm not. That experience put a new spin on a phrase from a familiar Bible verse, now we see through a glass darkly. I'd always applied that to my perception of God and spiritual realities, but now I see that it also applies to how others see God reflected in me. No matter how I may try, I can't change my own nature any more than a planet or moon can transform itself into a star. That transformation is something that God does as he shines on me. I may not be the most brilliant reflective surface, but his light is sufficiently bright to make me one of his stars. We'll have a few songs on the topic of stars in my song library, but this is definitely one of my favorites. It's called In the Stars by David Senek. 
looking for a sign out on the road to the unknown the night is falling fast and the shadows they have grown I get lost in the past and I don't wanna be alone so I'll just keep on traveling till I finally feel at home in the stars in the stars it is written in the stars in the sun and the moon and the sky in the sea in the sea in the sea in the sea in the depth of the sea to the mountains that reach up so high wisdom walks beside us each day upon the earth knowledge leads and guides us through life's eternal search love calls and invites us to follow day by day stars that's from another old timer musician whose uh, talents have just matured with age and still writing great music david senek like a candle in the night it's nightlight at some point most adults have looked at a child playing blissfully and wish they could turn back the clock Children at play look happy, carefree, and thrilled about life. They laugh a lot, are easily entertained, and get excited about the simplest things. 
They have their problems and hurts too, of course, but they're resilient. Children live in the moment and generally spend more time being happy than adults. Well, here's a few ways you can recapture some of that childhood magic. Rediscover the world around you. Take a closer look at things that form the backdrop of your days. Buds on the tree that you pass by on your way to the car. Rays of morning sun through the kitchen window. White clouds against a blue sky. The spider web on the drain spout. Savor your food. Don't just eat and run. Slow down long enough to think about it and enjoy it. When was the first time you had that dish? What favorites do you have now that you didn't like as a child? Learn something. Children don't have time to get into ruts because they're too busy discovering new things. Take up a new hobby or activity. Read a new author. Travel, if only vicariously via travelogue. Reward yourself. Set a goal for the week and pick out a reward for when you reach it. Anticipation is one of the best incentives and it works at any age. Talk to a child. If you want a fresh perspective, ask the child about almost anything. Wit, wisdom, imagination, hope, pathos, they've got it all. Don't be surprised if you're revisited by some of your own childhood thoughts. Take downtime. Your world won't come crashing down if you stop doing and accomplishing for a few minutes. Relax. Contemplate happy thoughts. Let your imagination run wild. Be thankful for small things. A child can be delighted by a cheap gift, a chance to go outdoors, a bit of attention, a free swing at the park. Think of the little things you enjoy and give thanks. Well, here's a song I've been looking forward to playing for you. It's about enjoying those simple, old-fashioned things. This is Michael Dooley and his jazz ensemble, and the song is called Incurable. They're always telling me how to write my songs. Lyrics are too sweet. Well, you know that must be wrong. Need to be darker Lights gone out of style But fashion changes Like a stockbroker's smile Lord knows I need something more durable And when it comes to love I'm incurable I still like moonlit walks on the beach Sweet wine and roses and soft melodies An orchestra that plays as we dance When it comes to romance, I'm incurable 
is where he's living now. Of course, he's been a missionary most of his life in the Middle East, now based back in Australia. And he has a jazz quartet. That's <laughs> a great album. It's from an album called In Too Deep. That's I-N, then the figure, Too Deep. And you can find it on CD Baby. CD Baby. If you go to CD Baby website and search for In Too Deep, 
Michael Dooley and his uh, jazz quartet, probably just Michael Dooley is enough, you'll find the CD there. And there's at least, I don't know, 10, 12 songs in that old jazz style. Beautiful, wonderful. Thanks, Mike. Did you know you can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows, as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at Radioactive Productions? Visit our website today at radioact.org. And that will lead you on, actually, or you just visit directly our other website, which is Treasures365, treasures365.com. And there you'll find a, a large variety of daily devotional series, including Faith Checkbook by Charles Spurgeon. Oh, such feeding, wonderful devotionals by Charles Spurgeon and also Morning and Evening by Charles Spurgeon. I think I'm going to devote a show to play you some of these Charles Spurgeon's devotionals because if you haven't heard them, uh, you really need to get turned on to Charles Spurgeon because he is um, what he's called the Prince of Preachers. It's incredible what he wrote in his lifetime. He's one of the greatest uh, British teachers and preachers of the 19th century or was it 18th century i get mixed up which century is what no it would be the 19th century and he wrote some amazing devotionals which is just like the pith of all his teachings and they're very feeding so i'm going to play you i think some of the morning and evening devotionals maybe even on the next program and sort of like Try to turn you on to those because they are really, really good. Then also on Treasures 365, we have some more modern devotional series, such as the Daily Praise, the Daily Might, and also Words from Jesus and Reflections. You'll find those series there, as well as the Daily Light series by Samuel Baxter. When I was a young man, when I first got saved... That was one of the first little devotional books. Well, the first devotional book I ever had was The Daily Light. And there's a morning and evening reading taken directly from the scriptures. There, It's wonderful, wonderful uh, feeding devotionals. And they're all there. You can just go in there and listen to them online. And we want to try to activate a download button, actually, on that site. So you can not only listen, but also download your favorite readings and of course also there is the king james bible praise the lord thank you jesus so that's www.treasures365.com i'm now for another new song at least newly sent to me by keith yokum and it's uh, it's a great song it's called i'm not afraid I'm not afraid to laugh I'm not afraid to cry I'm not afraid to love And I'm not afraid to try I'm not afraid to live And I'm not afraid to die With you by my side I'm not afraid Hardly anyone is it seems 
That's something about everyone does Except for those I've seen Walk in the midst of hunger Disaster or pain But I'll laugh at myself When I've seen the error of my way And I'll laugh with you When love or joy cross your path Or come to stay No, I'm not afraid to laugh Today
is change Though the more I live and the closer I come This word seems to get more strange When I pass through the veil and greet my departed I'll miss those I leave behind But knowing one day we'll be reunited Comforts me and I find I believe And please pray I can make this connection with Keith. He lives over there in Rio in South America. So we're on completely different time zones. But we're trying to get it together to do an interview for Nightlight. And I pray we can do that very soon. I feel all right when I'm listening to Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. The Bible has a lot to say about walking. We're advised to walk in God's way, to walk in the way of goodness, to walk in the spirit, to walk properly, to walk in love, to walk in wisdom, to walk in truth, and to walk in a way that pleases God. But what about those times when you don't know which way to walk? Darkness has fallen on your way. A thick fog obscures the path ahead. Your footing is unsure, and you just don't know which way to turn. Well, it's time for the walk of faith. We can walk by faith without knowing exactly where we're going or what we are in for next, because we do not walk alone. When we call on the Lord, he walks with us and guides our way. Jesus promised, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. This is an exercise to remind us of this important principle. Imagine you're walking through the streets of an unfamiliar city or down an unmarked country path. Dusk is falling as you arrive at a three-way fork in the road. Should you turn left? turn right or continue straight ahead. Now, picture Jesus arriving at your side. Show me the way I should walk, you plead. 
Jesus has a flashlight in his hand. He shines it down the road that you should take and then starts to walk with you. His presence causes your apprehension to vanish. You know you're on the right path. Now, think about a decision or problem you're facing but don't have the answer for. Follow the same process. Call on the Lord, asking him to show you where to go and what to do next. Let him shine his light on your path, perhaps through a verse of scripture, or perhaps through words he speaks to your mind, or an inner conviction he gives you. As you proceed in the direction he has shown you, trust that he has led you and is with you. There is nothing to fear.
another all-time musical maestro whose productions just get better and better over the years, Philip Johnson. The light is always on with Nightlight. The Tea Lesson by Curtis Peter Van Gorder One thing that I enjoyed about the years I spent in Japan is how adept the Japanese are in turning everyday activities into art forms. Such routine tasks as making tea, arranging flowers, gardening, and raking rocks have been transformed into cultural and spiritual experiences. I admire how they hold on to and appreciate the beauty of the simple tasks of life. It is said that the tea ceremony is the culmination of all the arts. In the Japanese town where I lived, an annual public tea ceremony is held at a tea house that was constructed in the local castle, especially for this purpose. The not-to-be-missed experience unfolds like this. As we enter the hushed interior and remove our shoes, a woman dressed in a traditional kimono welcomes us. Her relaxed manner, her graceful movements, and the absence of all clutter in the room have a calming effect. The straw tatami mats gently massage the soles of our feet. The tea room has large rice paper doors that have been opened to reveal a lush garden with a fountain. The sound of trickling water soothes our nerves. On the wall is a poem extolling the beauties of the magnolia, and beneath it is a flower arrangement that is stunning in its stark simplicity. The angle at which each flower was placed has significance. Together they illustrate the relationship between heaven and earth. Our hostess prepares the tea with the dexterity of a dancer. Each motion, the tuck of the napkin in her oversized belt, the whisk of the brush in the tea, the swirling of the hot brew in the bowl has been carefully choreographed and refined over a thousand years by the tea masters. Our hostess has practiced her role ever since she was a girl. We take the homemade, intentionally rough bowls and make the customary polite comments on their beauty. There is a front and back to these bowls and a specific direction and manner in which they should be turned. Cakes are served on leaves. We exchange the usual pleasantries with our hostess about simple things and eventually leave as quietly and respectfully as we arrived. Somehow, we feel different. What the Japanese tea masters and others like them have discovered is that simple tasks can be turned into joyous, meaningful occasions.
Fogarty, that's a Japanese song. Great, at least mostly Japanese, a few words in English. I think that was his wife, Keiko, singing. And I love Japan. My wife is Japanese. I lived in Japan for 12 years before coming to Africa 15 years ago. 
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's nightlife. What a delight. Well, we have time for one more inspiration, and this is called Live the Moment by Abby May. Peter was awestruck. Along with James and John, he trudged up the mountain following Jesus, when suddenly Jesus' face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. The spectacle was soon even more amazing. Moses and Elijah, dead for many centuries, appeared and started talking with Jesus. It's not surprising that Peter was astonished, but he wasn't quite beyond words. Peter, the outspoken and sometimes impulsive follower of Jesus, the one who had the courage to step out on the water at Jesus' command, was a man of action. His response to the extraordinary event unfolding before his very eyes are perhaps typical. Not content to listen quietly to the conversation in front of him or to reflect on its meaning, he interrupted them with a bold suggestion. Master, this is a great moment. What would you think if I built three memorials here on the mountain? One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. A great way, perhaps, of recording the event. But his interruption brought the conversation to an abrupt end. God spoke from the cloud, and the disciples were petrified and fell flat on their faces. When they opened their eyes, Moses and Elijah were gone. We all sometimes fail to treasure the present until it's too late and the moment has passed. A brilliantly colored butterfly alights on a rock in the garden. We rush to get our camera, but by then the butterfly has flown away. We wander slowly to admire the architecture of the town we visit on holiday, but don't seem to see the history of our own neighborhood. We count the days to a vacation in the country, not appreciating the trees and flower beds in the local park. We might find more fulfillment and satisfaction in our lives if, instead of living in hope for the future, we focused on the moment. Steal from us 
simple souls of fragile possessions and temporal goals. How much can I really say? I'm putting first things first. How much do I really invest in the stocks that won't crash? Do I build on the rock? How much do I really pour into the values that will last? It takes time to learn to love, and that's the one thing that we're all hanging out of. It takes time to learn to care, to really tune in, realize they are there. So why do we allow our enemies to steal from us the one thing that we need to learn? Time to learn to love, and that's the one thing that we're all running out of. It takes time to learn to care, to really tune in, realize they are there. So why do we allow our enemy to steal from us the one thing that we need to learn to see? good meaning and message in that song, T-I-M-E by David Blossom. And Lord, help us to spend time, Jesus, with our loved ones, and especially, Lord, with you. Inspiring you to draw closer to God. You're listening to Nightlight. And finally, this from Keith Phillips called Finding It. Nehemiah said it was the source of true strength. The psalmist David found it in God's presence and offered it back to him as a love gift. Jeremiah found it in God's word. King Solomon said it was one of God's rewards for right living. Jesus promised it to his followers and said it came through believing and doing what he said. The Apostle Paul named it as one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, as well as one of the hallmarks of the kingdom of heaven within. And Paul should know, it sustained him through imprisonment, persecution, and numerous other perils. The apostle Peter said it couldn't be put into words, but that it was full of glory. It is the joy of the Lord. And the good news is that the joy of the Lord is not reserved only for prophets, psalmists, kings, and apostles. Many millions of believers of all ages and down through the ages have thrilled to it and lived by it. And you can too. It's free. And it can be yours starting right now with a simple prayer asking Jesus to fill you with the Holy Spirit's joy unspeakable. Jesus has promised, ask and it 
will be given to you. If you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Then, don't be surprised if you're happier than you've ever been in your life or that your joy and happiness spill over onto others. Like all the best things in life, the joy of the Lord is best when shared. Well, that's it for this week. I'll look forward to being back with you again soon for another edition of Nightlight. Don't forget, at least 80 or more, I think it's 83 shows now, international shows at our website that you can download or listen to online. That's at www.radioact.org. All the readings on today's program are taken from the Activated Magazine. And if you visit their website at www.activated.org, you'll find there literally thousands of inspirations on every topic imaginable, taken from the Activated Magazines, stretching back over, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 years. Well, I'll be back next time, and I'm really looking forward to it. God bless you all. Bye-bye.